Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Polly podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and this conversation is with the band Defects. I had Defects on the podcast, and they are on tour literally tomorrow. If you're watching this on the day of release, they are on tour tomorrow, and they're playing various dates around the UK with our good friends in Raptors, who have previously been on the podcast as well. So check out that episode as well. This is a fantastic chat. Um, yeah, we do. We go in on everything Raptors with Tony and with Harry. It is a great, great conversation. Thank you so much to the guys for coming on. Thank you to their PR team for sorting out. We will see you on the other side. Enjoy. Peace. I'm out of here. Bye. Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Polly podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. And I can't tell you which episode number this is because life is very confusing in podcast land. But in any case, what is not confusing is we have got Tony and Harry of the band Defects. How are we both, gents? Are you everything okay? Doing all right. Doing all right. How are you doing? Thank you, mate. Thank you for having us. You're more, more than welcome. It's absolutely my pleasure. It's a Friday. The sun is shining where I am, so... Life can't be bad. That's the, <laughs> that's the way I'm looking at it at the minute. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So, obviously, um, the EP is out. It came out a few um, few days ago and things. A Dream Awake. The first sort of real taste of music from you guys uh, as the band Defects. How has the reception been for it? How, how is it? Do you want to take this one or? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it's been incredible, to be honest. I mean, we um, obviously released Scapegoat and End of Days like, towards the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this track that we've added to it and brought out all together is kind of like showing more of like a versatility within the band. Um, but the, the reaction's been incredible. Like, we couldn't ask for better, really. Um, really good reviews all round. And... Yeah, I'm just excited to get on the road next week and uh, start playing it a bit more, really. And so now that people know the track, we've been playing it anyway, but now they know the track, I think it's just given us a bit of a boost when we go out there and play it. So, yeah, really excited. For sure, for sure. Uh, and that's the thing, briefly, I said before we start recording, I've followed your guys' trajectory in different bands and different guises and things for a little while. And there was a particular um, lyric that stuck out for me on um, Dream Awake. And it's just, it's simply, it's too loud to ignore. And I feel like that is the perfect summation of what Defects is in that, in terms of that EP. It's just like, if you've got working ears and you're into rock or metal, whatever genre you want to put yourselves in, and to be honest, I don't believe in genre and all that kind of thing. But if you're just a fan of heavier music, then you need to get on defects basically because like, to me it doesn't make sense that why you wouldn't uh, enjoy this band so that all kind of being said i'd like to kind of delve a little bit deeper with you guys to your kind of what i call like people's musical upbringing so kind of like how did you get into the music you play now um were your parents musical uh, did you kind of get into music through siblings how did it all come to be for you guys so i mean the way it started for me was like Basically, my dad used to listen to heavy metal and I don't know, for some reason I really resonated with screaming at a young age and that kind of instantly became 
my dream in a way i didn't have to really think about it it just naturally happened and like i mean i don't think there's anyone else really musical in my family it was just me and and just this drive that i had so i just kind of stuck at it um but yeah my dad is the reason i got into metal for sure and then from that it's just kind of snowballed into what i'm doing now um yeah it's always been a natural interest and i've always kind of been in bands even from you know like the age from about the age of 10 onwards i've just been involved in music so it's it's such a natural thing for me didn't really think about it you know and, that, and that's you know where the music's come from now because i'm inspired by people like chester bennington M Shadows, like all, all the big, big names in, in metal, like from the early 2000s onwards was like my main inspiration, especially as a vocalist. So that that's where it all comes from. And that's where some of the sound comes from with some of the melodies. Like there's some more classic vibes for sure. We've got yeah, classic traits of metalcore and new metal in there. And it's just like a nice blend of everything that everyone likes really, that kind of makes it almost nostalgic to people who you know, are listening to us for the first time. Mm -hmm. so that That's what's, I think, exciting about this, because it is almost nostalgic, even though you've never heard of us before. So Ab Absolutely. There's this definite a sense of familiarity with it, but yeah. not in a sense of, like, you're ripping anybody off in that way. It's kind of no. like, this is kind of familiar, but you don't quite know why it's familiar. And it's like, I've never heard this band, but why do it sound almost like I have, but different, if that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's very, very cool. Yeah. How, how about you, Henry? Henry, Harry. Um, <laughs> my brain just did. I, I looked at the word Harry me. on the screen and my brain just went. Oh Henry, my. Sorry, sorry, Harry. Yeah, I, 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 I get it a lot. Trust me. Henry. Yeah, I'm not Henry. It's fine. I get it a lot. But um, yeah, I'm, it's funny because no one else in my family plays instruments um, like at all. But we, um, I come from a family who's worked within the music industry. Um, so I grew up, uh, my parents were punk rocks in the seventies, uh, punk rockers. So I grew up on like the clash sex pistols, like, um, crass, the damned stranglers and things like that. Um, so I've just always kind of been around heavier sides of music as well as being taught to appreciate all music. Um, I don't necessarily have a genre well, I do. It's obviously metal, but like I like everything, man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I went to gigs when I was little, and I just thought like that's what I want to do. Like I want to play rather than kind of I say that now because that's kind of what I'm doing. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I just saw it, and that's what I wanted to do. And since then, since about seven years old, it's just something that I've always strived to try get done in my life to be honest like touring playing in bands just rocking out man so i think there's no other feeling than playing with a bunch of dudes who, who kind of lock into each other there's just no other feeling like it so yeah mine was just a bit of a seeing bands from young and a young age and just wanting to be a part of it i think that's me for sure for sure do you guys remember the first record you bought with your own money oh i do I do. It was oh, Casually Dressed and Deep in Conversation by Funeral for a Friend. What a fucking record as well. Great choice. <laughs> yeah. Love that. So uh, I went to my local HMV where I live and it was the first thing I bought with my, like, I think I saved up my pocket money for like a month to get it. And then, yeah, yeah it was just all I'd make my mum play on the way to school. So amazing. I think yeah, love that. 
I can't remember which one I got first, but it was either City of Evil, amazing, and yeah. then Semfold or Subliminal Versus Slipknot. Yeah, great. So like that, Solid. yeah, they they were like the pinnacle, yeah, albums for me back then. And then uh, you know, as you go along, you get some more in. But I, I kind of like at that point, I was making so much music that I didn't buy music anymore. Like I just listened to it online. So yeah, but they they were the main two. I'd just rip on repeat. Right. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Um, so Defects are a relatively, and I say relatively, like newer band. So how did you kind of all meet as a group? Because obviously you come from different areas in terms of different bands and things. How did you kind of meet and come together? So it's a bit of um, a weird one, right? So back in 2019, I was still touring with my old band and um just kind of got a random message saying, oh, do you want to come down to the studio um, and have a listen to this stuff? It was like a friend of mine who's now uh, no longer in the band. Um, but yeah, like the formation was different. I went there, checked out the music. It was really cool. And then from that, I met Luke and James, the two guitar players. Um, and then we kind of stuck together as a unit. And then uh, with Harry, I'd met you on the road like a couple of times, but I obviously didn't know you that well, but then noticed that your old band had kind of come to an end. So I was like, well, it seems like a no brainer to get him involved. Cause obviously he knows like he's at the same kind of mindset we are in terms of music and, um, and like playing and stuff and knows what it t like takes, I guess, to try and be a band of, of, of certain structure and stature. So yeah, it came together like that. And, and with David, I've known him for the last five years. So that, that's kind of how it came together. And like, I think it solidified when we all said, oh yeah, you know, we've all come from bands that are very different to what we're like into now. And let's like make something heavy. And it kind of like, we came to an agreement that that's what we wanted to do. So we just made something that's polar opposite to any other band that we've ever been in. <laughs> so, Pretty much, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, just trying to kind of, I think we all kind of wanted to, because I know I was kind of like gagging for something a bit more heavy, a bit more kicking out in the face, kind of heavy. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was just like, yeah, as soon as I heard the tracks, like um, in their early form, I was like, yeah, I've got to be a part of this. So I, uh, yeah, just jumped in. Disclaimer, sure. no nans were harmed in the making of any part of music. <laughs> no, like, no, right. no, yeah, I, I promise <laughs> my, my, my ground is safe and sound, it's fine. <laughs> it, it's, I, I, I use the analogy of kicking a toddler, so I don't know which is worse. So to be honest, <laughs> when you hear a riff, they're so both, heavy, yeah, they're pretty, very, very bad. But quite equal, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, they're both accurate representations. So I think either or, either or. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and you, you boys have been um, very, very busy this summer with various um, festival slots and tours and stuff, and obviously touring um, within Flames earlier this year. How how was that? It was mental. It yeah. was insane. <laughs> way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it was it's a bit crazy because like the tour kind of came out of nowhere. Like we released Scapegoat in like mid-December or January, one of the two. Mm. And um then all of a sudden we got told there's an opening come up on this tour do you want it and we were like yeah screw it like we didn't know what it was yet and then it just came about and we were like jesus yeah, yeah it's in flames so yeah our first show was in brighton 
Mm. And that was the first show we'd ever played live. Like we'd practiced together and like we'd been jamming Amazing. together and stuff. But that was the first like defect show. It was mm -hmm. like supporting infects um, in flames in our in Brighton, and it was absolutely mental. From then then on out, really, the whole tour just got fantastic. So. It's uh, coming out of it today. Henry and Infex. <laughs> Infex. Do, do you know yeah. uh, something? So I, I was briefly just thinking I was going to use the analogy. It's a baptism of fire being the first show. And then I thought about what we were just talking about. I was like, that's just not going to work. That's going to be too pun heavy being inflamed. <laughs> but anyway, it's all good. <laughs> it was so funny what though, like having that happen and stuff, because I've always been a vocalist at heart, right? Mm. And I took five years out. I was a lead guitar player. And um, mm -hmm. to to do those shows was just, like, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I never thought I'd ever get, like, another chance at it, to be honest. And I had a few, you know, a few friends and that telling me, you know, oh, why, why don't you do that again? Obviously, you you enjoyed what you did there and, you know, you were, you were somewhat decent at it. Like, why aren't you doing it? And I was like, well, I haven't really got a reason to be honest i've just kind of you know with my old old band it just didn't work and i had this opportunity with uh with tra so i was like you know let's do it um but to to get a second chance of this like i remember playing southampton and i just came off and i just like broke down i was just like not only have i just gone through covid i've now had the opportunity after that complete mind fudge yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and and now i'm i'm just like here and i'm just like what the hell's going on like um, I, think so it was, I think it was special for like a lot of us because for me especially i didn't think i'd come when my old band broke up i was like okay that's me done for live shows now i didn't think that i'd get to do that again so it's like because southampton was one of the best shows of the tour um yeah. and and i think uh I, there was a lot of those shows where like we played Wolverhampton as well which is quite close to where I'm from I'm from mm -hmm. Birmingham so yeah. I think there was a lot of moments on that tour where we all came off stage and kind of went this is mental just because I'd got it in my head that I was never going to do that again because I kind yeah. of got myself into a bit of a dark place same kind of thing same kind of thing yeah it was like not knowing whether or not you were going to do that again and like yeah same for me and that's it was so that tour was so special for everybody, and it yeah. and that's how yeah, we. Was, as I well. think it was essential for our mental health as well. Um, yeah, I think it was Very just hard. just to come out of it on the other side and kind of like at the end of that tour and at the end of certain shows, just being like, we've come out, we've come out of that, and we're stronger for it. And like, I think it was just it was just a great personal achievement. I think for everyone to be able to step back on stage again and just like really learn to enjoy it again and really find the fire that oh, the makes fire, you do what you do. Look, yeah, because it look, it is hard. Touring's hard and like it does take a lot out of you. But I think we all kind of found that fire again. And it's just like ever since then, since March, really, it's just kind of been a continuous let's go like with our headline tour that starts next week. It's kind of like everyone's just really pumped to be back on stage again. Um I think everyone's just really excited. Like I know I am. Like I'm itching to get out there. So yeah, really excited. For sure. And um, obviously I, I want to do a quick shout out to Raptors as well, who you guys are taking out of support with you guys because they've previously been on the podcast and stuff. And they're a fucking fantastic band. And I think when you guys uh, sort of announced you were taking them on, I was kind of like, 
fuck yeah, that's a brilliant build, but they're going to give you a run for your money for sure because they're a fucking exceptional live band. So it's kind of like you guys you have to bring your A game even on your own headline tour. So I guess that's kind of challenging yourself almost to say, okay, follow that. Like, do you know what I mean? 100%. <laughs> yeah. so it's I mean, nice, you know. wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest. You know, we, we really, you know, take pride in, you know, our, our skill, you know, to be able to deliver mm -hmm. live. So, you yeah. know, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, have a good tour. And it's going to be, you know, great for both bands. You know, we're going to be equally as tight and just enjoy it, basically, being back on the road. Absolutely, absolutely. Has, obviously, throughout the guys' career, both in this band and previous, have, has there been any moments where it's kind of like, pinch me, is this real? Like, is this actually happening right now? Because I know doing this podcast for two years, I've sat across various people on Zoom and at festivals and I'm going, is this real? Like, am I actually sitting across from like Darren from Funeral for a Friend, for example, who I was kind of like, yeah. I actually listened to you like when you were, when I was like, yay, hi, do you know what I mean? So do you have any moments that sort of yeah. meeting heroes and things? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. If, if, like, like time. I said, you know, if you're listening to albums back to back when you're younger and like your first ever bands were based on those bands mm -hmm. and you finally get to meet them or some of them, it is a pinch me moment for sure. I remember there was a, a moment when I was playing in LA in my old band and mm -hmm. you had M Shadows there, you had the bassist from uh, System of a Down there, you had mm -hmm. uh, the bassist and Metallica there, all in the same room, just having a drink. And then you just come over and say, hey, it's a bit of yeah. a, it is a wild kind of like moment for sure. And you're like, I do I, <laughs> it's one of those, it's like, should I be here? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm out of here right now, or should I just leave? I don't know. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of those kind of moments because I mean, when you start a band and when you start actually doing shows and stuff, it's it's it, it's easy to get caught up in like the whirlwind of it all and kind of not really like take a second to just look around you. But when you when you're in that eye of the storm and you do just stop and go where the fuck am I? Like, it's just a bit, it, 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 there has been a, a lot of moments for me where like, like it's like Tony's actually like quite, it's like I supported Trivium and then I was in America for a little bit and there was definitely a few moments where it's like, like, did I like take a wrong turn? Like, like am, I, yeah. am I allowed? I was fully expecting someone with a AAA pass just to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like just get jumped by like the bodyguards and thrown out. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, but yeah, there's, there's so many moments and there's so many bands. We've both been lucky enough at different times in our lives to support and um, actually end up becoming like quite good friends with some of these people. Yeah. And and it's still like, even if you are good friends with them, it's still a very strange moment when you do meet up and they know your name and stuff. It's just a bit like, it is wholesome and like especially when some of them have checked out your work and they really like what you're doing and they give their support that that's just such a overwhelming feeling you never thought in a million years i'd even you know have heard of you you know some of these people mm -hmm. so it's it's so wholesome and you just want to for me especially you just want to get any kind of feedback and you know what can we do better and you know just sure. that kind of thing it's just from musician to musician mm. you know Absolutely. Obviously, the, the EP is, is out and everything else. So I don't want to talk too much about the, the prospective future as obviously you've got the tour coming out uh, literally in a couple of days and obviously the EP is out. 
but is the next step obviously a record in terms of a band's normal trajectory is the next thing a record on the cards or can you talk about that at all or so it's it's done it's 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 ready Amazing. it's ready to okay. rock um but i think at the moment it's just a case of building the band, like kind of getting ourselves more out there, playing as many shows as we possibly can, um, just to make sure that like we're getting our message out to as many people as possible. Um, But as well as that record, we're working on the next record, you know, like we're not, I was going to say, we've not just stopped. Like we're we're, like, even at the moment we've got like, we've got more songs coming and like we're fucking mega excited about those tracks as well as the ones that we've yet to show to the world um so there's a lot in the bank there's a lot in the bank but i guess it's just a a question of the right time the right area like we're concentrating on dream awake at the moment yeah um and then we're going to be promoting that uh, across the headline tour so hoping some really strong reactions there but yeah um i mean next year will be the year where we really fucking start ramping shit up so Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I wanted to ask you guys, so it's something I've kind of introduced on the podcast, is if you could use three words to define or at least describe your sound as defects for someone who's never heard you, what would you say in your own words? Three words. Oh. I mean, three words. Or you can go for a small sentence. It's up to no, you. I've got, I've got it. Easier. I've got it. No, <laughs> nostalgia, nostalgia, heavy music. That's, I think, like we were talking about. Nostalgia, yeah. heavy music for me. Because of where it takes you, mm. you know. And, you know, with the with the album, mm. uh, when that comes out, I think you're, provided you listen to it from start to finish, you'll be taken on a journey. You, you have gone round Fort Park. That's the kind of journey we've gone on that kind of like emotions and everything so i love that that sounds amazing it sounds great you like fort park that is yeah, you're not afraid of heights yeah it's, absolutely it's, it's, like it. <laughs> yeah unless you're not yeah i mean f- for me it's, it's sing along big riff fucking heavy put a hyphen in between those two and they're one word so there you go that's me <laughs> i love that that's, i love that it's all it's all good it's all good um do you have any advice for sort of younger bands or people who just kind of creative because i don't want to talk about the pandemic because it's so fucking boring and whatever but like everyone's had two two and a bit years just to do essentially not a lot where we couldn't go out and everything else so like in a way i think bands who's starting out are kind of in like the perfect position because it's like, okay, well, I can't physically go out and do anything, but I have got a guitar here and I can jump on Zoom and talk to band friends and kind of make things. So do you have any advice to kind of say people who are starting out in any kind of creative thing, but especially in a band, what would you, would you give them as a bit of advice? I think it's, it's very easy these days to do that. Like, I mean, even five or 10 years ago, like you couldn't start a band unless you were like local. um, but we're all from different parts of the country and the majority of what's been written and what anyone's heard in the world from defects has been done via technology and like a new way of life basically so what i'd say is like it at times it might seem frustrating and like 
trying to get things done like say again like you said trying to get things done over zoom Mm. sending things to a producer like working remotely blah, 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 blah. sometimes it can be frustrating and take a little bit of time but if you've truly got a belief in what you're doing mm. and you've got like good reactions from people then just stick at it man and like just keep keep doing it because you've got everything you need at your fingertips like the world is become a lot smaller with the internet and what you can do with it Absolutely. so i'd just say like even if at times it feels like you're kind of not getting anywhere or like things taking a bit longer than usual just stick at it because this is we were working on defects a long time before we introduced ourselves to the world so i think yeah. it's it's very important to just like if you believe in it stick to it that's my yeah. advice for sure anything think, anything to add uh, i think like for first time bands and that like my advice that i could give is just focus on improving at all times, mm-hmm. trying to keep up, you know, like with all the bands out there at the moment, try and get involved in not just music, but business side of things. Cause that'll really help with your understanding of sure. everything, how it all works. And um, just make sure that the one thing like that you have is, is good music, like, and, and that you like listening to, you know, like that, I can't stress that enough. There's, there's a lot of bands out there that, they kind of miss the the mark and they go for the image or they go for something else, like some kind of gimmick. I don't know, but the music's the most important part. So don't forget that, you know, if you haven't got that, then there's no point even promoting it. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Um, So I've got a couple of final questions for you guys. Um, And the first of which is what are you guys currently spinning at the moment? Because the world of Spotify, Apple Music, everything is available to pretty much everybody all of the time. Do you have any particular records that have come out that you've kind of been really spinning and getting into? Or kind of underground bands who you guys are fans of want to shout out? What have you been spinning at the moment? And this is more for me than anybody else because I love listening to new music. So <laughs> There's always something I haven't heard. <laughs> so I'd say for me at the moment, it's Day Seeker, I Prevail, mm-hmm and Wage War. They're like my main go-to bands at the moment, particularly because of the melodies. I just think they're stupidly catchy. And Wage War are one of those bands that are just so goddamn tight. Mm. Yeah, a bit jealous by, just honestly, just go go listen to them live. They're, they're playing, yeah. uh, they're, they've got a tour actually this month. So after we've done our tour, I'm going to go check them out. <laughs> amazing, amazing. How, how about you, Harry? Yeah. I've been spinning uh, the new Berry Tomorrow single, which if you haven't going. heard it yet, I'd highly recommend. Um, They're it's fucking heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking fantastic. Um, and I'm kind of like, not necessarily new, but I kind of listen to a lot of like, uh, yeah, I listen to I listen to a lot of like Drake and people like that. Like that's kind of like the sure. other side of my music. Um, mm-hmm. Not going to lie to you. So when I'm not, because the thing is, I play a lot of metal, and like when I'm playing drums, I play yeah. a lot of metal. So like sometimes, if I'm just trying to like get a different angle or get some more inspiration, I'm kind of listening to more of like the rap kind of side of music. But in terms of heavy stuff, I'm definitely spinning Newberry tomorrow. Like Tony said, Wage War at the moment are killing it. So um, definitely checking that. And Ice Nine Kills actually, um, yeah. Ice Nine Kills have got some very very good. Uh, tunes out at the moment and their aesthetic is just fantastic so yeah i definitely recommend all of that 
absolutely and i'm gonna i'm gonna usually i usually end on a final question but i'm gonna change it up um because i feel like you guys would have a quite a good answer for this uh, and that is if you could claim one song for your own for any band who's released music what song would you pick oh that's a very good question that's yeah. a really good question <laughs> wow any genre any genre any song that's available wherever in the world today you could claim it for your own what would you pick uh, i hate you oh that's really hard <laughs> tony's oh. just had an existential crisis everybody that's what's happened <laughs> oh i don't know like um, I, yeah oh. it'd be more it would either be not because of how big the song is but sentimental value like if i could write for me it would probably be like rose of sharon by kill switch engage yeah it's just sure, so iconic can't. to me mm -hmm. i love uh, that Oh God! Okay, um, I'd say either "Funeral for a Friend" or "The Rage," mm -hmm. the first song of ours. Um, that is probably one of my all-time favorite songs. Um, and then I'm just trying to think of a song that's like undeniably an absolute tune. Uh, you know what I mean? Like one of those songs where it's like anyone listens to it, no matter what walk of life you're from, and go banger. Yeah, It'd probably be like it would probably be like a Michael Jackson song or a BG song. To be honest Western with you, life, um, flying without wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the time, <laughs> <laughs> and and, and the, the caveat to that question is you've now got to perform that song on your tour next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we're doing. Watch so out we agreed to do Will's on the week. bus. We agreed to do that on the last <laughs> podcast. So yeah, we'll do Wheels on the yeah. Bus and Flying Without Wings by Westlife. That will just slowly change our set list into covers. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just gonna be like a really nostalgic throwback of like nineties lullabies and fucking boy bands. <laughs> it's be great. If yeah, I'd, me... I'd I'd say I'd say all the rage for sure. Nice. I was gonna say for me, the Wheels on the Bros needs a, a sick breakdown in my opinion, but that's that's for another story. That's <laughs> way up. It, trust me, we're working on it. We've been told that basically <laughs> these two guys are coming next week and they're like, you need to show us something. So it's <laughs> yeah. happening. Whether we like it or not, it's happening. Amazing stuff. Guys, I'm going to let you um, shoot off and, and do the rest of your day and things, but this will come out the fr This will come out Monday. So you guys are on tour officially tomorrow. Um, if there are tickets still available, which in the righteous world, there shouldn't be because it should be sold out as fuck. Um, go and get tickets for this tour because... This band's incredible. Raptors are incredible. It's going to be an incredible night for all of the shows. Get down to that. The EP is out. Um, Defects, any final words you want to add onto the end of the podcast? Any messages for people at home listening and things? I guess so. Come, thank you for just on, uh, Tony. supporting the band. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you for yeah. taking this time to come to a show if you are. And uh, honestly, this is just the beginning. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, we ain't going anywhere. So sure. that's all I've got to say. Amazing. Anything from you, Harry? Yeah. Uh, like Tony said, come to a show. Uh, <laughs> tour starts tomorrow in Leeds. Uh, we're coming all up and down the country. So don't rest on the tickets. Check us out online, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. We're on all the good things. And YouTube as well, obviously. So yeah, we've got a new video out for Dream Awake. Check that out. 
got some yeah. sick merch and, uh, on, got... on the YouTube right now. So definitely get on the YouTube if you listen to audio because that's a wicked little hat. I love that. <laughs> it is the only one yeah. in existence. <laughs> is it? Amazing. Yeah. Okay. The only one. Yeah, yeah, for it sure. Was, I was like, look, if Soon I'm always going to wear the maximum cap, it has to be our band, surely. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Promoting it. It does. It's the rules. Yeah. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time. It's been, it's been an absolute pleasure to have a chat with you, and I cannot wait for everything that's to come. I hope that the EP does as well as I hope it does for you guys. I hope the tour goes incredibly, and I can't wait to see what comes next and what's ahead for you guys because it's fucking great <laughs> thank you very much man thank you very much mate thank you awesome and hopefully i'm i'm keeping my everything crossed i'm hoping to come to london show but i'm not making any promises because i live in norwich which is in butt fuck of nowhere so it's a pain in the ass for me to get anywhere yes, so. it is. <laughs> harry yeah. does that sound well, like it's, an excuse uh, it's close, that sounds like an excuse close to telling out, so. <laughs> <laughs> i will definitely try but in any case um thank you so much guys we will see you next time Peace, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Peace out. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Bye.